are listening to Bulletproof Faith, a show that is here to equip you so that you can equip your kids with Christian worldview and apologetics. I'm Joel, and I'm in the podcast studio with Jordan. What's up, brother? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm great. Um, and we got a little bit of a different episode today. You can probably see I've got a bunch of uh, brochures and booklets and stuff yeah, here in front of me. Um... Are you curious at all? I, I am, actually. I uh, know you just plopped it all out, so I'm curious to know exactly what all that is. <laughs> all right, so um, a couple months ago, uh, me and the family took a little trip to LaGrange, Georgia, of all places. Is that, uh, how close is that to Atlanta? Oh, I don't know, maybe an hour or two away. I'm, okay. I'm not certain. Um, it's a little bit... Um, west of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, we went down there to the Great Wolf Lodge, which is the place where they've got tons of um, indoor water slides and pools and wave pool and lazy Never river. Pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, the Great Wolf Lodge. And that was a fantastic time. I mean, fantastic. A um, little bit pricey, but... I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have even said that. <laughs> I should have just let you find out on your own. <laughs> As you sit there and finish your PB&J over there. On white bread. Oh, man. Yep. Um, no, it's, it's, uh, for sure it's not cheap, but it is a really fun time. So you go there and you stay at the lodge. And um, you, you know, when, when you're staying there, you've got access to a huge indoor water park that they've got. And it's all indoor, which That's is cool. awesome. Tons of slides. Uh, some slides you just go down, you know, with, with nothing. Some of them you go down on a tube. Compare it to the one that's uh, in Pigeon Forge. Same. Really? Same. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's been a while since I've been to that one, but seems like it was pretty much the same thing. Um, I had a, I, I honestly, from what I remember, I think I had a better time at this one. That's cool. It's, it's neat, man. Um, and then they've got inside there they have, if you if you pay extra uh which you know i know you're not gonna do but um <laughs> they do have other stuff too you can buy like a, a package for the we did like a weekend yeah right and um you know there's like a uh, a mini bowling alley in there where you have these little mini balls that's, so cool. that's good for the kids that's cool. um they have like a uh like a virtual reality slash 3d type of thing that's like present all over the place yeah. so when you're walking around you have to check off i've been here and stuff like that sure um they've got uh, a climbing wall a rock climbing wall um a big ropes course just all sorts of stuff Maybe. in there um so yeah it's it's kind of weird because you think i'm going to a hotel mm-hmm. and i'm never gonna i'm not gonna leave the whole time i'm just gonna be here but that's that's what it that's is pretty I much mean, what you do yeah we spent every day we we did not leave so it was awesome. The water parks were great. The kids loved it. Um, but when I figured out that we were going down to LaGrange, um, my parents had just told me that they went to a place in LaGrange called the Biblical History Center. And they thought, you know, Joel's a huge nerd. He'll love this. Interesting. Uh, and they were right. Well, yeah, so, I mean, you are a nerd. Yeah. 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 Um so we, I decided I was going to set it up to where as soon as we drive down, mm-hmm. we're going to go to this place, and then we'll check out the 
uh, the Great Wolf Lodge after. Yeah. So we did, and I thought it would just be good because what they do is they've got all these mm, reenactments and um, props set up to where it's like things that you would see from Bible times. Mm. Um, it's it's a, a big facility. They've got a lot of stuff in there. But I thought, hey, if I can get the kids to see some of this stuff, visualize it, mm-hmm. you know, that, that helps you connect the Bible stories sure. in yeah. your head a lot better. Yeah. And not just for them, it was for me too. Compare it to the Creation Museum. Have you been up there? I haven't. Kentucky? You been there? Yeah, have you ever been to the... So you've never been to the Creation Museum or the art? No. Oh, okay. I want to. I'd, I'd love to hear the comparison between that one and up there. Anyways, keep going. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I my uh, instinct tells me that the Creation Museum and the Ark and everything might be a, a bigger mm-hmm. overall thing. I got you. Um, but this is... It was good. It was good. Um, and you get to kind of walk around depending on what tour you pick. Like, we just picked the walking tour where yeah. it's self-guided. Yeah. So we got to walk around, look at all the stuff, read the signs. Um, I'll give you a couple examples. Okay. So one is they've got these, um, they've got like a, a replica built of what an Old Testament like threshing floor would look like. Cool. And all the equipment out there. So when you read these stories about like, you know, the threshing floor of Aruna and all those we don't really know, like, nobody here has ever threshed, right? So we don't know what that is. <laughs> right. But when you when you go here and you can see, like, oh, it, it would look like this. That's cool. One of the other things that really stood out to me is, um, I don't know the scripture reference off the top of my head, maybe you know, but when, when Jesus says that if you um, lead one of my children astray, you, you'd, it would be better if you were... Um, if you had a millstone hung around your neck and thrown mm. into the yeah. ocean, right? Okay. Um, so w- we read those stories and we think, yeah. what's, I mean, what significant is that? I mean, I don't know what a millstone is. Yeah. Well, they've, here they've got a thing set up where it's like a milling station, and you can see that it's like this huge circular stone, and it's got a hole cut out in the middle of it, and you get to touch it and stuff, so you know, all right, I, this, this, I'm done. Yeah, this, happens, this yeah. sucker's heavy. Yeah. I'm not swimming if I've got mm-hmm. this around my right. neck, right? Just take me to the bottom, yeah. So it just it fills in a lot of the context and things like that. That's cool. Um, yeah, it was really neat. Um, so I think the kids got to go there and just kind of open their eyes to what these people in Bible stories might have actually, how they lived and nice. things like that. Very cool. Um, I took a ton of pictures, and and uh, guys, I'll probably put some of this up on our on our Instagram page and stuff like that, so you can see. But I would highly recommend if you're ever down there, go go and see this. Bring your kids. How much time did y'all spend there? Hmm. Like half day or probably not quite that long. I'd, I'd say like maybe two three hours. Okay, something like that. That's cool. You know, the one thing I wish that we would have done, um, we didn't do because I didn't think the timing was going to work. They also, if you schedule it, um, and, and, you know, it's pre-planned, they have a little room where they can sit you down and you will do a Passover-style dinner. That's neat. Um, You know, an Israelite Passover dinner. Okay. Um, So I wish we would have done that. And I was talking to the lady down there, and she said that's one of like her favorite things there. So 
Yeah, I'm kind of regretting that we didn't do that. Yeah, but. man, that's super cool. So you'll know, you know, if you do that, your kids are going to have a context for what they did during the Passover. Sure. Like, what what was this meal like? Yeah. Why is this important? Yeah. Get to get to go through all that stuff. That's cool, man. One of the things that was down there, and I asked the kids once we got done, what was the thing that you remember from this? Mm. Or actually, I think I, when we got back from the trip, mm. I said, like, what was the thing that stood out to you? What do you remember? What did you learn? Just pick one thing. And this is what they both said. Jordan, have you seen the um, the ankle bone that has been dug up that has the, the nail through it? I haven't. Okay. I don't remember how long ago this was, but it, it's a halfway recent, I think, discovery okay. Okay. Um, in the Bible lands where uh, there was an ossuary, like a, a bone box mm-hmm. that was dug up, and there was a guy inside it where all his bones were. Well, when you pick up his heel bone, his foot bone, there is a nail all the way through it. Interesting. And it has a, a hook on the end where the nail was like pounded down, and then I think the nail bent a little bit. Mm. So probably when they were burying this guy, they couldn't get the nail out of the foot. So they yeah. just they buried they him slipped. with the nail in the heel bone. Wow. So what that does, though, is... You know, you hear critics sometimes say, like, oh, you know, how do we know that crucifixion was even a thing mm-hmm. back then? How do we know that they were, that the Romans were actually crucifying Jewish people back then? Well, yeah. they were. Yeah. And here we've got the proof of it That's because cool. a guy's heel with a nail all the way through. Um, yeah. No, I mean, not, not even to mention that first and second century writers were right about it, too. But yes. nonetheless, yeah. I digress. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's there's tons yeah. of evidence, but sure. just one piece, right? I got you. Yeah. Um, and it's a uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but it's it's a uh, a Hebrew name. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so you've got his bones in a box there that were dug up, and and verifiable proof that this was happening That's around right. that time. That's right. um, well, they had a replica of that heel bone with the nail going through Mm -hmm. and a little sign that described all of that and so when i saw that i said hey kids come over here we got we got to see this and so i just i talked them through look this this is something that was dug up uh, through the field of archaeology that verifies the you know what the biblical text says was was happening around this time and talked them through the significance of that and um and then I think it was just kind of a good visual for them because, um, you know, we, we say Jesus was crucified and, and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. when you actually think and you've got something in front of you that says this practice was yeah. literally driving nails through people's hands and feet. Yeah, kids need a visual. That's, mm-hmm. that's powerful. Yeah, so, yeah, they, they both said that they remembered that and, um, and that that stood out to them from our experience cool. there. It, so. it, well, it makes it, makes it uh, more real. Yeah. You know, when you, when you grow up and kind of reading, uh, when you do Bible study or whatever as, as a kid, and it almost, uh, I think sometimes it, it almost appears as if it like, it's, it's like a fantasy land. Right, it's just sense? a story. Yeah, it's just like a story. But So when you can see a visual... It brings it to life a little bit, so that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It was neat. Um, they had uh, they had like tombs, replicas of tombs, so you could mm-hmm. see like what the tombs would have looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and yeah, they had the the ossuary boxes. Um, and then once you go, like most of the the um, the props and the scenes, most of them are outside. But then when you go back inside, there's stuff all over the walls. Like they had a um, they had a replica of um, like a Gilgamesh flood tablet. They had a, a replica of the Rosetta Stone. Hmm. So you can see there um, that I think it's like, oh, what are the three languages? It's Greek and um, ancient Egyptian, I think, okay. and then maybe another one. But that's how they... Aramaic, maybe? Yeah. It might have been. Okay. Let's see. Latin? Oh, no, I think it's... Let's see here. I've got a picture of the sign. It says... Um, the first one was Egyptian hieroglyphics. The second one was Egyptian script, and the third one was in ancient Greek. So, anywho, that's that stone when they recovered it. That's how humanity got to understand what ancient Egyptian languages were like mm. because we had the Greek, yeah. and it says the same thing. So they were able to decode that. Yeah. Before that, we didn't know what ancient Egyptian writing was. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's just got all sorts of stuff like that and um, you know toward the end of it the kids started losing interest a little bit but they were out for the beginning part and when they were seeing these things in front of them it actually engaged you know two kids that are uh, at the time 10 and 6 so impressive I I highly recommend people go Um, this is not necessarily a plug for them Uh, we're not you know getting paid to (laughs) do this or anything but It was really awesome. Uh, we had a good time, learned a lot. I think the kids learned a lot. And, uh, you know, they just got to see what those ancient cultures would have looked like. Very cool. It was neat. Very cool. It's always good to get a visual. It is. You know, when you're looking at stuff in the antiquity uh, in the ancient world, I mean, it's it's borderline impossible to get a visual. So it's pretty cool that they did that, the replica yeah. stuff. That's, that's neat. Yeah, it was really neat. The Croatian Museum, man, I, you guys need to go up there, too. Um, because we went up there, I think it was last summer, and we did uh, we did the art museum, we did the creation museum, um, and it, it's it's so big and, and vast that you've got to do a day for each. Okay, so that's probably quite a bit bigger than this. It, it is, and I mean it's a it, it is a bona fide replica of the ark, like dimensionally speaking. So it's huge it's, when you pull up. It's it's it, your jaw drops. It's yeah, I've amazing. seen pictures. I've seen pictures. But our kids actually enjoyed the museum itself more than the ark. Okay. What what was it that stood out to them? Oh man, it's just it's just how they everything is um it's just the overall walk through the museum and the way that they present stuff. Um it can make it more kid friendly and also there's shows. Um that kid friendly shows to help them see stuff a little bit better. Okay. Than than an adult would. Um but yeah, I mean, you asked Henry uh, what was his favorite. He said the Creation Museum. Um, so yeah, I strongly recommend, just like you recommended that, I would definitely recommend the Creation Museum of the Park. That's Up awesome. For a long weekend. Because um, it, it does exactly what that did. It, allow, it allows a visual. Yeah. So I mean, you walk through the you walk through the Ark, and it's, it's pretty cool how they have stuff set up. Um, strongly recommend that. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to go. Our... Um our uh, group of older folks at our church went to it not too long ago, and and uh, 
I just always find myself thinking, man, the, the events that this that this group has, like they went to that, they have all these cookouts and stuff. I'm like, well, it's because you're maybe I should be. It's because you're like 37 going on 65. <laughs> really? You know, that's, I think that's the reason. I think I fit in better fit with in the better with them. the uh, the legacy builders. Legacy builders. That's what they're. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, um, that's that's all we want to talk to you about this episode. I just wanted to let you guys know about this Biblical History Center, um, which, you know, if you live where Jordan and I live, you're not that far away from it. Sure. Uh, you could go down and do this and make a weekend of it, take the kids to the to the water slides and stuff, too. Um, yeah, that's... But if you don't live here, um, that's... Still, it's just the importance of showing your kids and, yeah. and teaching them. It's just another tool that we've got to, to be able to do that. So, Agreed. All right, guys, we'll talk to you on the next time of Bulletproof Face. Yeah.